I'm Lauren XOXO, bitch, bitch, bitch. What's up, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of Lauren XOXO and Friends. Before I get into this episode, I just want to say thank you so much to all of you who listen weekly. And if you haven't already, please go on iTunes podcast and leave a review. Um, and thank you to thank you so much to everyone last week who hit me up and told me that you guys love the solo shows. That made me really happy because I was super nervous, and sometimes I can get like all of all in my head and overthink and I had been wanting to do a solo show for some time but I was like I don't know if they're gonna like it I'm nervous I don't want to turn people off from the show and all this you know sometimes when you do something new you think about everything that could go wrong before you think about everything that could go right so I'm just really happy that you guys like the show so this week I'm going to do another solo show because I was like y'all love me so much I'm gonna do another one this week I think I'll definitely have a co-host next week so don't think that this is gonna be an all the an all the time thing but you know again I just wanted to try something new so I know I'm late this week but I have a really good excuse yesterday was a super duper shitty day for me so let me just give you guys a brief synopsis on how like you know some days where something weird happened to you in the morning and you kind of just ignore like you're just like all right I'll take my little L this morning I'll keep it moving and then throughout the day just little shit continuously happens to you and you're like Today is just a big fat L. Like, today I'm taking this fucking L. Today sucks. That's cool. I'm going to keep it moving. So, I'm going to start with the beginning. What happened to me yesterday morning. So, yesterday morning, I was walking to the laundromat to drop off my laundry. And I had my um my laundry in my, my cart. And so, I'm not paying attention. I'm walking down the street. I'm probably on my phone or, like, in la-la land. And my cart hits, like, a crack in the ground. Because if you live in New York, you know the sidewalks are shit. There's a crack in every corner and every space on the ground. And so, my cart tumbles over. And it almost took me with it. And then my laundry falls, like out the cart and I'm just my laundry was in the bag but like I didn't um tighten up the bag all the way (sighs) so that was the first thing that kind of like pushed me to the edge but I was like whatever I'll take my L fine then I get to the laundromat and this was my first time dropping off my laundry because I just moved in this area and at first my mom was washing my laundry because she was here for like a month and a half and she didn't have anything to do. So she was just looking for shit to do. So she was washing laundry. So I have remember seeing a sign saying that um, drop off service was 60 cents a pound. All right, cool. So I get to the laundromat and I see signs in the laundromat, and they're like, it's 75 cents a pound. So I'm like, oh, maybe I just, maybe I saw it somewhere else. Because I didn't see it that day, but I was like, maybe I saw it at another laundromat in passing. Because you know how New York is. There's a laundromat on every corner. So I'm getting my new account set up again because I'm new at this place. And he tells me the price. And so I'm like, all right, cool. He gives me my receipt. I leave. That's when it hit me. I'm like shit like didn't you see a sign one day saying it was 60 cents a pound like what basically if you prepay that day it was it would have been 60 cents a pound but it wasn't because I didn't even like first of all I didn't bring it up so of course they're not gonna say anything to me but I also didn't have any cash I mean, like I didn't have any cars any anything I didn't have anything I'm like, damn, these motherfuckers just got me for my money. Even though it wasn't that much money off, I was still... I'm one of the people, like, I just want to save my coins however I can. All right, cool. So I took that L. Fine. So my boss is in town this week, and 
um, she's in town with another vendor. She's like, oh, I want to get up. Like, let's um, let's have lunch and let's go look at the stores. All this shit. I'm like, fine. So I'm like, let me dress cute today because I never really dress. I've been trying to like if you follow me on Instagram, I'm pretty sure you've seen me post a few work outfits because I've been trying to make it a thing to like, you know, look cute for work because. I'm always in like, so, like I just throw anything on because I'm like, I'm not going to see anyone today. I work in an office with just one other person that works for the company. So I literally don't really see anybody. But I'm like, let me just cue because what if I run into the love of my life and I look like shit, right? So I've been dressing cute. So yesterday I dressed cute. I put on these like cute little booties, had on this cute sweater. Like I was, I was that bitch yesterday. I looked super cute. I'm thinking we're gonna like have lunch we'll you know go to the stores but like it'll be quick it won't be like too much walking because they're from California if you ever hang around California people that not people who like used to live in New York and move to California no people who are from California you know they will cab it everywhere they they're not trying to get on a train not trying to do nothing crazy so I'm like whatever we'll be in cabs all day They had me out from like 10 o'clock till 6 o'clock walking in these fucking booties all day. Like my feet were just killing me. Like I was like, I didn't even know I would be doing all of this. Like I just thought I was linking up for like, you know, something cute. No, I was I was working. Working my little butt off. So my feet were killing me. I was like, whatever, it's fine. I'll take a cab home. So I take a cab home. I get home. I make some spaghetti. I put it in the microwave. I try to take it out the microwave. The bowl is too hot. The bowl, so then as I'm taking it out the microwave, it slips out of my hand. It falls on the floor. The The bowl breaks. Spaghetti's all over the floor. I'm just like, yo, really? really like really me like so okay cool take that L I clean everything up I think I'm all set I make me a new bowl of spaghetti I sit down I watch this is us I cry because if you ever seen this is us you know you're not gonna do anything but fucking cry And then I get all my shit together. I'm like, okay, cool. I am ready to record the podcast. Now, I had already knew that I wanted to record the podcast yesterday evening because I wanted to get all of the, um, all of the, like, everything back from the the votes and the polls. Because I was like, oh, I want to report on that because last week was a, you know, a slow week for news. Like, nothing really happened. (sighs) So I got all my shit together. I sit down. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to record. As I'm trying to record, I notice that my, um, like, my, what I use to, my mixer is not, like, the power cord on my mixer is not working. So I'm just sitting there and, like, I'm playing with it for a few minutes. And I'm like, my power cord fucking went dead on me. So I'm just sitting there and I'm like, I'm texting my homegirl. I'm like, bro, how is it that I'm trying to record the fucking podcast and my power cord is just out on me? And she's like, yo, niggas gonna think you lying. I was like, I know. Like, I was gonna put up a post like, yeah, my power cord's not working. I'm gonna have to go pick up a new one tomorrow. All this other shit. But then I was just like, you know what? I'm just not gonna say anything because I'm tired. I'm really tired. So I ended up, um, I luckily I was able to find a power cord at a store in Manhattan. So I went to go pick it up during my lunch, but I was just like, I was so pissed yesterday. Like after, once I realized I wasn't going to be able to record, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to take this L. I'm going to watch some more TV. And I'm just going to, you know, mind my business. Like, I'm just going to, like, just sit here and 
I cannot take no more L's in this house. That's how I felt. Like, I was just like, I can't take no more L's tonight. Because I'm home. It's like 10 o'clock at night. Like, just watch TV and go to bed. So, that's why I did not put up a show yesterday. Because yesterday was a shit show. And I was just... (sighs) Man. So, I'm going to try to be on time now moving forward because I love my 10 a.m.s like I feel incomplete on Wednesday mornings when I don't have anything to post like I don't I just be like damn I know niggas is waiting for me especially when I get the DMs like sis it's 10 o'clock where are you like like what are you doing So, from now moving forward, I'm going to be on top of this shit and have a new power cord so this mixer better not try me. This mixer better do what it's been doing for the past year. My friend was like, bro, you recorded mad episodes. Like, that's why the shit is dead. And I'm like, it's been a year. So, I was like, yesterday was just one of them days. And then I was just mad when I was thinking about me almost falling. Falling over my fucking cart. I was like, yo. And you know how, like, when you walking down the... You know how when you fall somewhere in the street, I always think about the people in their cars who are cracking up at me. Because I'm like, I know my ass crack is probably showing. I know I probably look stupid. I know I probably look crazy. My laundry's on the ground. Like, I know people this morning probably went into work was like, yo, I saw this girl bust her ass this morning. So if you saw me, I'm pretty sure none of y'all saw me, but it was it was definitely, definitely a shit show. So that's how my day was yesterday. And, you know, hopefully today wasn't too bad. Like today I kept it cool. I kept it easy. I was like, you know what? I'm not taking no L's today. Like I went to the gym. I w- I've been taking big fucking L's in my gym. That's another thing that's been frustrating me lately. So I know y'all probably like Lauren. We don't give a fuck, but I'm going to tell you guys anyways. So my old gym was really big. Like, I'm not going to say it wasn't huge, but like, I just feel like I find myself, I guess this section is for the gym heads. Like, I feel like when I'm at the my new gym, like I find myself like, I'll be like, okay, today is leg day. No, my biggest issues are always on leg day. On leg day, I cannot fucking find a station. I'm like, bro, I'm trying to get a fat ass. Like, a leg and glutes day. I'm like, I'm trying to get a fat ass. Like, a gym butt. And I can't even do it because someone is literally always in the stations. Like, I find myself having to, like you know, alter my workouts or do other things. I just be sitting there like so pissed. And I'm like, damn, am I going to have, first of all, I already wake up. I wake up every morning at, not every morning, but Monday through Friday, except on Wednesday. So that's my break days. I wake up at six in the morning to go to the gym. And I'm like, the gym, uh, my new gym opens at 5. So I'm like, damn, am I going to have to, like, wake up at 5.30 just to actually use the shit that I want to use in a gym? Like, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out what I need to do. And I'm also like, but damn, sometimes when it's 6 in the morning, like, I don't really be having it. Like, I have to work myself up to even get in a good workout. So I was like, all right, cool. If I'm going to start waking up early, I'll order some pre-workout. So I order some pre-workout. I'm hoping that gives me that extra boost. And maybe on leg days, I'll wake up at 530. But I'm just so pissed that I have to get up even more earlier just to use the shit that I want in the gym. That's so frustrating. So anyways, I know y'all like, again, Lauren, we don't give a fuck. But I just want to share all of the things that I'm currently frustrated about. And also, I've been looking at pre-workouts, but I'm nervous that maybe my pre- I won't like my pre-workout. Last time I took pre-workout, if you've never taken it before, basically what it is is it gives you energy to work out. But last time I took it, I think I took too much and I was jittery 
and it made my vagina itch and I was just like I was just like walking around like picture like a crackhead like walking around a gym like looking for shit to do like but like not doing nothing because you're like you're just pacing you just walk like that's how I was in the gym and I was like and I at the time I had a trainer and she was like bro I think you took too much and that pre-workout is like the best pre-workout on the market but it's something that you have to like pace yourself with and you kind of have to like you know slowly up your uh scoops and I think because I had got a sample size so I just dumped it all in there shook it up and I was like all right we out nah just way 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 too much energy so if you are a gym head like me put me on to a good pre-workout but if if it's that cp whatever thing i've already taken that this shit had me feeling like a crackhead in the gym so not that one but give me something else um and i'm not gonna bore you guys with any more gym shit so let's get into this week's episode um so the first thing that we're going to touch on is I'm pretty sure over the over this past weekend everyone saw the pictures of Future and Joy. Joy is currently pregnant with Future's I think like fifth or sixth child and they were at the gender reveal. And they were looking like they were looking hugged up but I don't know. I feel like people were making the pictures look like more than what it is. Like it looked like he was, you know, clearly she's having this baby. So in my eyes, it looked like he was just putting on like, all right, we taking these pictures. I'm going to smile. I'm going to, you know, you're pregnant. I want to keep you as happy as possible. But it didn't look like super lovey dovey like all together oh we're gonna work this out and be a fan well they they're gonna be family at the end of the day but it didn't look super like I'm in love with this woman she's had my child no it looked like I got this woman pregnant let me you know do what I need to do so sis don't take me to court and be getting like $30,000 a month out of me like let me be on her good side fine makes sense but you know and when you even think about their situation, like, I'm, like, she's been pregnant for a, a long time now. He's never said anything until now. And, but, you know, for the past few months, he's been parading around town with his ride-or-die chick, Brittany. So, the Brittany puts up a, pic, a, a post on Instagram that reads, People have to do what they have to do to protect their assets. It's too much money at risk. So... My argument with that was like, sis, you didn't have to say anything. Like, I feel like clearly she's his ride or die. Clearly she's the one that, like, he can do all of his bullshit. She's still going to be there at the end of the day, you know. And it is what it is. They have a situation. I, I think she possibly could have signed herself up for some shit that she wasn't, you know, able to. She's not quite able to handle, but... You know, she lives a certain lifestyle. I'm pretty sure he treats her really well and she gets what she can get when she can get it, how she can get it. As far as, like, time with him, being with him, all that other shit. But overall, like, when I look at the situation, I don't know. I just, I feel like it's sad on both ends. Like, I look at Joy and it's just like, you pregnant by this nigga, you know, and he hasn't acknowledged you up until now I don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Like, I'm pretty sure they were in communication, all that other shit. But, you know, all of those months that he was, that you were pregnant with his child, he's parading around town with his first baby mother, Brittany, putting up posts saying, you're my queen, all this other crazy shit. You're pregnant with this child. This woman is throwing mad subs at you. Someone put up a post that was like, yo, y'all be... It read something like a lot of women be at their, uh, by, by the time a lot of women get to their baby shower, they're single. And that's not what I want. And I was just reading that like, yo, that is so fucking true. I remember 
like sometimes I get really sad like if I see baby shower pics and I just see the baby mother there I just feel like I don't even want to like you know sometimes I just be like why as women do we put ourselves through shit like this like is it just in the name of love like do we want to be loved so bad that we rather like take all of this bullshit you know and accept like we literally ex like men literally give us the lease and we take the shit and I just be looking like well I can't me I don't take the shit but I see a lot of other women do take the shit I just be sitting there like so sad now look at this girl the Britney who you know Clearly has been with Future for since forever. Like she was the one. I remember when she was throwing out all the little subliminals when he was engaged to see. Like the nigga didn't got engaged on you. The nigga didn't had a baby on you. And I'm pretty sure that's not the first baby that he's had on her. Like I'm pretty sure. Even. I'm pretty sure she wake up every day and just read the news, like, or, like, has Future in her Google alerts where she's like, you know, okay, Future is in a relationship with Sierra. Oh, okay. Future is engaged to Sierra. Oh, okay. Future and Sierra have a child on the way. Like, just kind of sitting there just like, hmm, like how much can it like sometimes I think about like how much shit can a nigga really do to a woman that will like when is enough enough like sometimes I look like certain women like when are you gonna be like yo fuck this shit like this man is out of his goddamn mind he thinks I'm gonna sit around for this bullshit he thinks he could do whatever he wants to do and I'm just gonna accept that shit nah fuck that like I'm not dealing with this shit no more. And I know, you know, I know for, you know, with some women, they just like, yo, he got money. I don't want to go nowhere else. I'm tired. Like, I just want to continue living this good life. Like, I'm not trying to, like, I get, like, I get those women like that. And I also get the women like, yo, we have an understanding. He does what he wants to do. I do what I want to do, whatever. But I just feel like, when I think my frustrations with Britney are that like, sis, you know this man is doing whatever the fuck he wants to do. He's been doing it. You know he steps out on you. Like, he he been in whole other relationships. Right after he gets off a jet with you. Right after he does this with you. Right after he does that with you. Like, this man is clearly disrespecting you all the time. And, you know, the most you could do is put up subliminals on Instagram. And, you know, sit at home and be mad. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of sad when you look at it or even think about it in hindsight because it's just like yo like bitches will really accept the least just to be loved or I'm pretty sure with her it's one of the things like but it's future and it's like I look at it like I mean but then I feel like when you're around like when you date niggas with money it's not really hard for you to get other niggas with money if that makes sense like I'm pretty sure a nigga just want to fuck with her just because she's Future's baby mother and she used to fuck with Future. Like, men are weird like that. Like, there are some men who just want to do shit like that. I know y'all like, what are you talking about, Lauren? No, it's for real. Like, if you fucked with... It's just like girls. Like, you know, if certain women found, like, find out, like, oh, I used to fuck with her. Oh, you this, you that. They're going to want to fuck with you. Like, she acting like she can't go out and get another nigga. Or be, you know, if I'm going to be that type of chick, I'm going to be the, damn, what's my girl's name? Oh, what's P. Diddy's, uh, what's the chocolate baby mother? I'm going to be the, the lady KP. I forgot her name. What is it? Oh, let me pull it up. 
Instagram. I'm going to be Kim Porter. Diddy is going to take care of Kim Porter for the rest of her life. But it looks like, I'm, you know Kim Porter fucking some other nigga. I'm pretty sure this man looks good as hell. But she done had it to, to hear what Diddy like. I was on, I don't know what website that I was on. Maybe it was like Bossip or something like that. But it was a picture of Kim Porter when she was pregnant with Diddy and Cassie. And at the time, I think that's when Cassie was Diddy artist. And I was just looking at the picture like, ain't that some shit? Like, she's pregnant with his child. Cassie's in the picture. I'm pretty sure at that time he was like, you know, presenting Cassie. as like, this is my artist. You know, presented Kim Porter like, yeah. This is my the mother of my kids or whatever. And I'm pretty I'm pretty sure Diddy and Cassie been fucking since forever. And just when I saw this picture, I was just like, I'm pretty sure that once Diddy and Cassie got together, Kim was like, Alright, cool. Okay. And I remember Diddy doing an interview and they were like, Yo, like how do you get all of these women like to get along? Cause also Diddy's other baby mama, Sarah Chapman, Miss Call Me Pumpkin on Instagram. I think that's her name. Her daughter is the same age as the twins. Niggas ain't shit, man. Like, think about it. Think about it. Niggas ain't shit. Nah, so... And I'm pretty sure, I can't even imagine, like, first of all, if I meet a guy, no, if I'm with a man, and even if we were to break up, say we break up, he gets another woman pregnant, and we get back together, and then he tells me he gets another woman pregnant, and like, this isn't in like, you know, a three-year span. Like, say this is in a few months. This is like, you had unprotected sex with someone in that amount of time? And you, like, it's just kind of like, I don't know. I guess in my mind, like, I'm looking at you like you're fucking crazy. Like, we, we ain't even not been together for that long. And I know for a fact that Future was fucking Britney, was fucking Joy, and was probably fucking tens of thousands of other women all simultaneously at the same time. And shit like that is what, like, truly, honestly creeps me the fuck out. And the fact that, you know, us as women, like, we continuously, like, just risk ourselves, our health, and all this other shit with our bodies with these disgusting-ass men. That shit is, like disgusting when you you know you break it down and I don't know I just think it's bullshit that we continuously allow men to do shit like this to hurt us to and then we'd be mad at the other bitch like she putting up she putting up posts you know and again as I was saying like I remember when she was putting up angry posts to Sierra now she putting up you know, angry posts for joy and all this other shit. It's just like, bro, at the end of the day, a nigga had unprotected sex with her. I, I'm not going to hold you. I get pregnant by a few I'm definitely having that baby because I'm taking him to court and I'm sitting on $20,000 or more a month. Like, that's just what I'm doing. What you mad for, sis? Because you would do it too if you was in my position. It is what it is, like... You know, he's out here having unprotected sex. Of course, he's going to get another bitch pregnant. But when I think about it, it's like, y'all went on a whole... For the past few months, he's, you know, been putting up pictures and videos of the Britney saying, this is my queen, this is my everything, all this other shit. Went on a whole vacation, like... And you went on a whole vacation together. You knew this whole time that this nigga was pregnant by her. 
this nigga. I'm sorry. You knew this whole time that she was pregnant by this nigga. You knew it. And now you mad. Now you want to. Well, now you. I'm pretty sure she been reading his ass for filth in, in, their, in their house or in his house or whatever they live, whatever they got going on. Like, I'm, I know she probably cursed him up, but now you want to come out and say shit. And I, you know, as I always say on this show, like, I really get frustrated when a woman go after the woman. Like, Joy did exactly what she was supposed to do. She got pregnant. She said, I'm going to keep this baby. Future's the baby daddy, you know. And she kept it moving from there. Like, what What do you expect? If you're going to get mad at anybody, get mad at that nigga. And, yeah, I'm pretty sure, again, as I said previously, yes, Future is probably doing whatever he has to do to keep Joy from taking him to court. So if I got to play nice, if I got to put on this smiley face in these pictures, if I got to do all this extra shit... Just so, you know, you don't make my life a fucking headache and I don't have to go through this, the same shit that I went through with my other baby mothers, I'm going to do it. The same way how he, you know, puts up these videos and expresses his love for you every few months just to get you to shut the fuck up. He's manipulating anyone else who's in that love triangle. Everybody, everybody's getting manipulated. He has all of y'all around his finger. And, you, like, either you're going to accept it or you're going to keep it moving. You have show you're going to stick around. All right, sis, you're going to stick around. Shut the fuck up. Play your position. Like, you know, if you what do they call him, bottom bitch? If you're going to be a bottom bitch, be a good bottom bitch. Shut up. Collect your coins. What future say? You're going to cry in a phantom or you're going to cry in a Nissan? Most of us is going to pick that phantom. But guess what? We're going to have to shut the fuck up. When the baby come out, you know, be happy for your child's siblings. And if you want a baby, you just get pregnant by future again. Because we know you fucking them. Mm. But I guess you don't want to be the one who's pregnant, and, and he's parading around town with another one of his baby mamas and not acknowledging you, and then, boom, once he has, once you're, you know, ready to have your gender revealed, that's when he comes around, takes some pictures, smiles, keeping moving and keeping it cute. Would you call that protecting his assets, too? That nigga's mind-fucking-all of y'all, and y'all are all falling into line. It is what it is. Accept it. Keep it moving, you know. And either you're going to continue to deal with this shit, or you're going to move the fuck on. There's really nothing else to say about it. Like, I just... You know, as I always say, I want women to expect and demand more from men. Like, stop taking the leash just to be loved. Like, because when you, you know, when it all boils down at the end of the day, like, it's not even worth it. Go find someone that's going to love you the way you want to be loved and keep it moving. But what we're not going to do is get mad every time you get a bitch pregnant. Because he's probably going to get another bitch pregnant on you if it's not you. I'm pretty sure, like, I don't think Future is stopping anytime soon. This is, like, his fifth or sixth kid with the fifth or sixth baby mother. The nigga don't like condoms. He living his best life. He's living his rock star life. And you bitches need to fall in line or keep it moving. It is what it is. One more time. You going to cry on the Phantom or you going to cry on Nissan? He said you picked the Phantom. Shut up. Keep it moving. So let's move on to this next subject. Congrats to Gabrielle Union and D-Way. They just welcomed a baby girl via surrogate. She posted it today, and I, you know, I felt myself getting choked up because there were so many um, interviews with her speaking about how, like, you know, they were really, 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 really trying to have this baby. So I'm just like. That's dope. That's beautiful. And I just feel like as I 
as I get older, because next year I'll be 30, and, you know, I think about all of these women who, like, I just feel like every day I'm like, every day a woman's like, IVF treatment. I had to do IVF treatment. I had to do this. I had to do that. And I'm like, damn. Or I had to get a surrogate. You know, I'm just like, damn, is is it really, like, that hard nowadays to get pregnant? And I'm always just wondering, like, is it what we're eating? Is it what we're doing? Because, you know, back in the day, you know, Hattie Mae was having fucking... 15 kids and I'm just like yo now it's so hard to even have one and it really like it really frightens me and I I was telling my mom how I wanted to like go see a fertility doctor and just because you know as you get older like your eggs become like you just like I guess they say you 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 go from like millions to like nothing I'm like, damn, I'm about to be 30 next year. I have not met my baby father yet. Uh, and I don't know when I'm going to meet him because you got to be really motherfucking picky. Like, you have to really, you know, pick and choose wisely. And I was just like, yo, I think I'm going to go see a fertility specialist to see how my eggs look. And if I don't have, you know, a ton, like freeze some but then they say freezing them is mad expensive and then I was listening to a podcast on like just what you had to do to prep to freeze the eggs and I was like it just sound like like you gotta shoot yourself with hormone every day for two weeks and then you have this surgery where they take out as many eggs as they could get and also and I'm just like <laughs> So if you, like, I feel like that's one of the reasons why I be trying to, like, eat so healthy and always go to the gym because I'm, like, is one of the reasons why we can't conceive kids the way we used to be able to, is that, is it because, like, we're eating like shit and there's all of these hormones and food and all this creation? I'm, like, damn, do I need to be vegan? Like, yo, so much shit just goes on in my mind because I'm, like, you know, yeah, if you can, uh, most people can't afford a surrogate. Like, the shit is, I think it's, like, 50000 or more. I think IVF treatment could go up to, like, twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000. And I'm just, like, whew. when I think about that shit, it just, I like, I want to know how a kid feels in my belly. I don't want to, like, don't get me wrong. If push comes to shove and God willing, if I could afford a surrogate and I just couldn't have the baby, fine. I'm definitely going that route. But, like, I know Gabrielle Union, I'm I'm pretty sure, I know 100% she's happy with what they have now because at the end of the day, that is their child. But I know at some point she just wanted to know what it felt like to carry someone in her stomach. And now I'm just like, like, I, I truly want to know, like, why... Is it that more and more women cannot have a baby naturally? Like, I've been thinking about that just because I swear every time I turn around, like, there's someone like, oh, yeah, I got pregnant via IVF, 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 IVF. I'm like, damn. But these are rich people saying this shit. Like, these are people who could be like, yes, I want a little girl with. Uh, slightly kinky, slightly curly hair. I would also like her to have blue eyes. Also, you know what? I think I'm going to make it twins. Like, let me put the twins together. Like, These are people who can afford to do this shit. If you can't afford to do it, it's just like, damn, you know? And adopting is also an option, but I'm pretty sure for the most part, like, most people want to have their own child. Just Even, oh, never mind. I don't want to tell the show if you haven't seen the season already, but I was going to say something, but I'm not going to give it away. But, yeah. So, congrats to them on their... Be- I'm pretty sure the little girl's, like, so, so, so beautiful and so just too chocolate and too cute. And, yeah, like, I think that's dope. And other rich, 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 super rich people news. Kamora Lee's husband... 
um, pleads guilty to a billion dollar money laundering scheme. So he allegedly bribed officials in Malaysia and Abu Dhabi. He was subpoenaed by the U.S. government, um, the U.S. Justice Department, after they noticed that billions had disappeared from Malaysian from a Malaysian government wealth fund. First of all, when I think about shit, I'm like, why am I even reporting this shit? This shit is like some real rich people shit. Second of all, I think how dumb could you be to think that you could get away with billions of dollars disappearing anywhere? But when you're a wealthy, rich white man, you think you could do anything you fucking want to do. So, yep, I'm pretty sure he's going to go to jail for a long time. I'm pretty sure Kamora is going to divorce his ass because... I don't think my sis plays that shit. And the story's still developing on that. Like, he hasn't been sentenced yet. I think they they did say that him and a few people had to, like, pay, like, 45 point something million. Uh, but they have not um, given out jail time yet. So the story's still developing on that. But the, isn't that some, like, just crazy shit? Like, <sighs> But let's get into the next topic. So, oh, Angela Simmons, baby father, was murdered in his home in Atlanta. That whole story was just overall super sad to me. Like, I just think, like, another, you know, young man is going to grow up without his father. And it doesn't seem like, I mean... He like they were in the middle and they were in the midst of a custody battle already, but it was like super secret, of course, because who's nobody was thinking about Angela Simmons and her baby father before this happened. Like, you know, she was pretty much she's just living her life, not really, she hasn't really been in the tabloids or anything as of recent, but that shit was sad. They were saying that this. These two people were having an argument and, well, the guy, the baby father was arguing with another man and then the man shot him dead. And I think everyone found out on his, no, the next day after everyone found out was his birthday. I was just like, damn, that's really sad. So prayers up for Angela Simmons because I always, I just, and my mom was just like, damn, that's, like, one of my worst nightmares. Like, you know, for the the um, a child's parents to pass away. Like, that shit is so sad. But I know it's probably going to take her. No, it's definitely going to take her a while to get you know, to make peace with that situation because that's really sad. So prayers up for Angela Simmons if you can because I can't even imagine what she's going through. So French Montana had did an interview where he told a reporter that if he was around Mac Miller that night that he wouldn't have overdosed and that, you know, most of the people that these celebrities are around, they just let them do any and everything. And when I first heard that, I was just kind of like, French, like, shut up. I really hate the shoulda, woulda, couldas. Because to me, when I think about, you know, especially with people with addictions, it's just like, this person was doing drugs. This person was addicted to drugs. This person was, you know, he OD'd on uh, cocaine and phenylalanine with the, I think it was like and then he was also drinking we already know that they say that Prince had uh, had an accidental overdose to phenylalanine phenylalanine is some strong shit why people are even taking that drug who knows because I think that that is the drug that they give to cancer patients when they're going to chemo so it's always like insane to me when I hear like that you know regular people ain't nothing wrong with them they just getting high off of something that could be so strong and when French said that it was just like you know if you really wanted to help Mac Miller 
Um, I don't know if they ever had this conversation, but have you ever thought saying like, bro, you know, you're doing mad drugs. You need to go to rehab. You need to do this. You need to do that. It's kind of too late to talk about him still, you know, being here if you were around. He was going to get high regardless. You know, whether it had been that night or another night, he clearly was doing way too many drugs. And that resulted in him passing away, which is super fucked up because he was so young. And, you know, he seemed like very loved, like he was a very positive person. But he was just deep on, he was super deep on the on the drugs and on the, you know, the drinking and all that other tip. And, you know, unfortunately he passed away. But I just, I just hate when people do those interviews after you know, someone has died saying like, oh, you know, if I was there, you know, I would have helped him. I would have did this. I would have did that. It's just like, bro, you weren't. And if someone's already too deep in, like, most of the time, ain't nothing nobody can do about that. Like, y'all, like, French, have you ever seen Intervention? It'd be people in that room sitting around literally crying in their loved ones' faces being like, yo, they be showing them pictures of like how amazing they used to look versus now. And the person just be like, I want to get high. It is what it is. You cannot, like, you can't help me. Some people take the shit. Some people just be like, nah, I'm not, I'm not with that. Take this mic off me. I'm out. I'm back in the streets. Like, that's just the life that people want to live. Unfortunately, even Ariana was like, yo, I tried my hardest to get this man off of drugs. Like, she had to break up with him because I'm pretty sure one of the reasons was because she probably woke up in the morning like, yo, this nigga, he's mad high. He's I can't imagine how unfun it is to date someone who's on drugs when you're not on drugs. Cause let me tell you something. I come in the house and my nigga is shooting up or doing lines of cocaine or something like Like, I'm tight. I want to fight. This shit is disgusting. I'm pretty sure when you're a celebrity on, like, at someone like Ariana's Grande level, you probably come home like, why the fuck do I even have to deal with this shit? So, save the coulda, woulda, shoulda. Like, and I know that should be pissing the family off. Like, you think we wasn't around trying to get this, trying to get him together? You really think you was the one that was going to save his life? Oh, all right. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you for th- some shit that we didn't need. So, let's get into this voting. So... Right now, as we all know, Andrew Gillum has been granted a recount. So let's hope that he comes out high in the um, in the recount because he it was like really, really, really close. I remember watching it thinking he was going to win. And when I woke up the next morning and he didn't win, I was just like, wait. I'm confused. This shit was like neck and neck. Yeah, okay. So, Andrew, no, Ron DeSantis was at 49.6% and Andrew was at 49.2%. This is like really, really close. Actually, what I'm reading is they're saying like right now this is live and the last update was 6.30 p.m. But they said, oh, shit. It's saying Ron DeSantis is projected to win. Um, Also, we still don't know who's winning Georgia because they are still counting things. And they were saying a bunch of things were rigged. A bunch of um, people were trying to vote and the polling stations weren't working and just a bunch of crazy shit or how people had to... They were saying, like, people were driving ballots back and forth to place. Like, it just seemed like a real shit show. And being that voting is something that's done, like, it's scheduled 
everyone knows when these days are. It's like I find it very odd that shit is not together. And when I went to go vote, it was like in and out. So when I was seeing that people were online for like three, four hours and all this other crazy shit, I was like, yo. Like, when I think about having to be online for three to four hours just to place a vote, you know, it kind of makes sense. Like, yeah, this shit makes you want to go home. It makes you don't even, like, not even want to move forward with the voting. Luckily, in states like New York, you know, you get two hours where you're paid to vote. So you can leave work, go vote, and come back. But some places don't have that. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do when your babysitter is like, nah, I can't stay for another two hours? Like, I kind of think about all of those little things and how they, you know, make it harder for people to vote. And then, of course, the, uh, <coughs> sorry. And then, of course, all of, you know, the percentages on who voted for who came back. And you know, first of all, black women, we always doing what the fuck we're supposed to do, always voting in our best interest, you know, trying to make the world a better place. And then here come white women, always voting, not in their best interest, but always, you know, keeping the white supremacy alive and voting just, you know, basically just voting for their race and not giving a fuck about the world. And... Every time I see that shit, I'm just like, yo, this is why you will never see me at those fucking women's marches. Because as I always say, the only thing that white women ever give a fuck about is abortion. That's the only thing that they're standing up for. Don't tell me I can't or can't have my baby. That's it. They only want to argue about that shit. Anything else? They sit back from. That's why I'm just be like, yo. White women can never like we we're never gonna be able to depend on them when it comes to this voting shit. They're always going to vote in the best interest of white people. They will vote against themselves, but as long as no, they're gonna always vote in the best interest of white men. They don't give a fuck about themselves. As long as they husbands is good. As long as like. You know, they can stroke their egos and make sure those niggas is good. Good. Other than that, they don't give a fuck about nothing. I just be looking at it like, yo, you know, shit is like really sick. And I saw Latinos, they were um, saying like Latinos in Florida think they're white. And I was just like. Another shake in my head. You niggas ain't white either. Like, it's just too much. Like, and then a bunch of people were blaming Beyonce for Beto not winning in Floor. No, in Texas. But if you had looked at the, um, all the numbers and everything, like, most of the black people had voted for Beto anyways. And so... Once again, you know, white woman voted for the other guy. It is what it is. You know, people always, you know, Beyonce. Because Beyonce didn't put up a post um, about Beto until, I'm going to say it was like a few hours before. So a lot of people were pissy about that. But it's just like, listen, she's only one person, like. We we know who to point fingers at. Um, but Houston did have a win. Nineteen new judges uh were appointed and they were black and female. And I think this is a first for anywhere. So that's really dope. Shout out to them. We need to get these white judges out of here anyways, because they not gonna do nothing but send niggas to jail for eighty gazillion years. So very, very nice to see um, more black women sitting in those seats. Also, a hundred, uh, I think in general, a hundred um, women were appointed to Congress. 
we have our first two Muslim women who were who now have seats and then I don't want to say their names wrong but Ilhan Omar and Rashida I'm not gonna butcher it shout out to those queens shout out to Ayanna Presley on becoming Massachusetts first black congresswoman I think that is fucking dope and just shout out to like it's just nice to see so many women of color like getting into this house because I truly feel like they are going to fight for what's right. I think it's dope and I know this situation has overall like I've never been one of those people that's into politics like I'm just like everyone else who the fuck are these people what the fuck are we voting on but you know I took the time out of my day to read up about to read up on these people to like read up on what I was voting for it does not take that long there were so many websites that I was able to use to like gather up information which was a blessing because it is a little overwhelming and I do think like when you don't know something it's just like why am I even going there anyways but you know even us getting all of these new people into Congress. And and now that the Democrats have the House, it's just like, yo, these are the things that we, like, we need this right now. We need to get this motherfucker out of, um, we need to get this motherfucker impeached. Like, we, it's been a shit show. So, I, you know, I don't think anything's going to happen overnight, but I definitely, you know, I feel more, I feel a, I feel like our situation is, you know, going to slowly get better because right now what we living in is it's pure hate. It's pure bullshit. It's pure it's 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 disgusting. And so that's one of the things that like really put a smile on my face. I was like, "All right. It's nice to like see that, you know, um, our voting did make a difference. Like, everyone who did that, like, and if you are out there doing the work and, like, educating people, texting your friends and families, like, shout out to you because that's fucking dope. Uh, so uh, Amendment 4 in Florida was passed, and now 1.4 million former felons who have been banned for voting for life will now be able to vote. Amazing. I love that. One of the things I was thinking about was like, why is it, why, why can't felons vote anyways? Like, if you did the time, you got out of jail, why are you not able to vote? I think that's, to me, that's something like, you know, more, definitely more racist shit. Because... You know, when I just listen, like, learn about all of these new things, because I didn't know that felons couldn't vote. I was like, oh, just because you went to jail, you can't vote? Like, that don't even make no sense. It's just, like, more shit to hold us back. Um, also, something else that was passed in Florida that I was side. I was like, yo, this is some real Florida shit. Uh, Florida votes. T- t- oh, so... Florida had, like, people voted to ban dog racing. And I was like, dogs fucking race? Dogs race. Who is sitting around? Who is paying? Who is betting money on some fucking dogs running around racing? And why is this a thing? You know where this is a thing at? Fucking Florida. I want to know how we can detach ourselves from Florida. Literally, I want Florida gone. I don't, like, keep the people, go somewhere. Like, just slowly, like, I just wish we could, like, I wish every time a state got real weird, you could just kind of, like, detach it like a puzzle. Like, all right, Florida, you want to be on your bullshit and pick you up and put you, you know what? We going to put Florida, you know, let's put Germany. Okay, Florida's going to hang right there. Yep, yep, right there. Because you niggas is already crazy. Y'all zombies. Y'all fucking smoking bath salts. 
doing weird shit. Like, we should have been let go of y'all a long time ago. And you're really trying it. Like, y'all know how I feel about Florida. Y'all know I really, really think Florida has to go. So, keep my girl Stacey Abrams in your prayers, Andrew Gillum. You know, I'm still hoping he could take it home. I, I truly, like, it just feels so good to, you know, to see black people in these seats and, like, you know, shutting shit down. Like, I love that. So, I'm hoping that both of them will still be able to win or bring it home. And last but not least, so this morning, this morning marked the 307th mass shooting in 311 days this year. And this happened in California, and they are calling this the Thousand Oaks Massacre. Another white man went to a nightclub or a bar. It looked like a bar slash nightclub. Teenagers, college students hanging out, went in there. First of all, he shot the security guard. Then he goes in the building, starts shooting around. He kills 12 people. And again, this is the 307th mass shooting in 311 days. And when I was watching the reporting on the news this morning, they were like, why do you guys think this is happening at such a rapid space? And it's just like, my nigga, your president is passing out so much hate that he's making people feel comfortable to do shit like this. He's amping it. Like, Trump should go to jail for putting a battery in these people's backs. I've never seen so much, like, just hate. Like, you're telling me that this is the 307th mass shooting in 311 days? And no, like, we're not really coming forward and doing something about this shit? We're not talking about this shit every day. Is it because most of the people who are doing this shit are white men? Is that why it's not at the forefront? Is that why no one seems to give a fuck for longer than a week? Um, My heart really hurts for this situation because you kind of think about it like, damn, like, where can you go? You know, these mass shootings, they happen at churches. Someone you know, runs up in the subway, someone runs in a nightclub, so, like, it's places where you should feel comfortable, where you should be able to order your food, you should be able to praise God, you should be able to, you know, have a good night out with your friends, and there's some fucking, you know, sick-ass person just taking lives for no reason, and I think it's bullshit, and I think, Something has to be done about this because this is disgusting and just it just it just breaks my heart. I just feel like every day, like I'm not even surprised anymore. I'm kind of desensitized to it. It's just like, oh, mm, okay. It's not like you know when she used like that used to happen back in the day. Everyone would like crowd around the TV. You're making a big deal about it. You're like, oh my god, like wow. What? Now it's just like, damn. Again? Okay. Like, it's really sad when you think about it, and it's really heartbreaking. So, you know, my heart goes out to all of those people and who died, their friends and their family. And, you know, I just hope one day all of this shit could come to a stop because it's super fucked up. Like, we, we literally can't do shit. So, you know, hopefully with all these new people in seats, hopefully we could get up on these gun laws. And and another thing is, like, we have to also, you know, us as people living in this world and knowing how shit is going down, like, we truly have to, like, do the work. We need to find out who's in office. We need to find out, you know, who does what. 
And if it's not working for us, we need to go vote and do what we need to do to get these fucking people out of these chairs. Because, you know, people are dying every day rapidly and this shit is so fucking sad. For no reason at that. No reason at all. Oh, it's really sad. And I'm going to wrap up this episode. I hate to wrap it up on something so sad. But unfortunately, like, this is truly our lives. And it could be one of us at you know, tomorrow, next week, next year, and shit is really sad, and it's really fucked up, so, you know, it is our job to educate ourselves to, you know, just, let's try not to, I know sometimes it's easy to turn a blind eye on things that are not affecting you, but you know, they could affect your sister, they could affect your mother, they could affect your cousin who lives in another state. Like, you you truly, truly never know. So, we have to do a better job at educating ourselves and doing the work and just, like, we got to get this hateful-ass president out of this office because it got, it got other, you know, hateful people feeling super comfortable and amped up to do shit that they probably wouldn't normally feel comfortable doing so and I'm pretty sure if this man wasn't in office we would not be on our 307th mass shooting this year that's some sick crazy shit so you know again prayers goes out to you know their families and bye